Welcome to the podcast of New Creation Christian Center, the path to genuine life where you can come as you are and be transformed by the Word of God. My name is Pastor Marquise, and we are a non-denominational church led by the living and active Word of God in the heart of Seattle, Washington, by Pastors Harold and Annis Faye Franklin. Whether this is your first time, second time, be sure to subscribe and share this with those that need it. Now join me and be ready to live and learn from the Word of God. Right now we're going to go to work in the book of Ezekiel, 37th chapter. Let's start with the first verse. This is the scripture the Lord gave me this week. I'm not going to preach putting them bones together, Pastor. I'm just getting ready to say. I ain't never put the bones together. I put the ankle bone and the neck bone together and y'all be laughing all week long. Say man, when you have it, it's on the wall. I'm excited. I come on mission this morning. I come for a purpose this morning. God has delivered me to deliver this message to you that he has a word for us today. This is a time that we need to hear from God. Amen. And the scripture says the hand of the Lord is upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones. Now, this is what you need to hear. And cause me to pass by them round about, and behold, there were very, very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Again, he said unto me, Prophesy upon these bones. And say unto them, all ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Amen for the reading and the hearing of the word this morning. We got to prophesy to the dry places in our lives. Don't think it is an accident. Ezekiel is talking about in a spiritual vision. He was taken into a valley. Now you have to understand it was intentional for him to be there. So no matter what you're going through right now, it is intentional for this particular time for you to be where you're at. Come on and tell God thank you. We're in a valley sometimes to where there's nothing but dryness and the things we're doing consist of dry bones. And God asked, asked him, shall these bones live again? And the preacher was wise. He said, Lord, you know. I sure can't tell you. Don't, don't look like these bones going to live again, Lord, because the anatomical ability of dead things in our finite knowledge is over. These bones is dead and need to be buried. Some of us is looking at dead and dry situations that need to be buried. We can't see how we're going to get out of 
this situation. Come on and tell God thank you this morning. Sometimes we get into a situation that we can't see tomorrow. Lord, I can't see my way out of this. I'm in a dry place. I can't pray no more because I'm so tired. I can't pray. I can't ask for I don't know what to say. Sometimes we say, Lord, just take me on home. Praise God this morning. I come to tell you that there is places of dryness in our lives. But God told this preacher, I'm going to give you the power. He didn't say authority. We'll never have God's authority. But he empowers us to do things. You better listen to him. He's giving you the power in your situation. He said, preach to these dry bones this morning. Prophesy to them. Sometimes you got to look at this situation and say, money cometh. Health is here. House is right there. Car is complete. Rent is paid. Lights is paid. Speaking into existence. Speak to that dry place. Move on out the way and let God do what he's getting ready to do. Come on and tell God thank you this morning. I feel pretty good. Come on, Holy Ghost. The dry places. The dry places. When you're looking at it, you can't understand it because you can't tell God, ask you, what do you see? And you got to say, Lord, I can't tell you. What can you do, Lord? I can't see. But he said, speak to that dry place. Speak to that terrible boss. Speak to that financial situation. That's a dry place right now. And God is giving you the authority to prophesy that future for that dry place. Come on and tell him, take you this morning. Hallelujah. Woo. And he said, oh, ye dry bones. Hear the word of the Lord. That's the power. These dry situations, we got to tell and listen to God is speaking to you. Devil, you can't take charge of nothing here. You're not at a boss, like my baby tell me, you're not the boss, Papa. Devil, you can't boss me around. I got the word of God that prophesies to me on a daily basis. And he said, I will lay sinew. Now that, that is, that is, that is, I'm going to put some flesh. I'm going to put some, some togetherness. Sinew is new fiber. Some things are so, things are so disjointed. We need something to pull stuff together. See, the dry bones represent broken pieces and disjointed situations in our lives. Disjointed situations is stuff you can't understand. Well, why didn't they pass that paper to you so you could do what they needed to get done over here? Well, that's just the way the system works. But you can speak to that sister. Devil, you a lie. God said, God said this was going to happen and no devil from the gates of pits of hell is going to block it. Come on and tell God, thank you, devil. He put sinew. He put the power of pulling things together. 
on them dry bones, on that dry situation, on that broken situation. This morning, God is speaking and doing. You can't see it, but he's speaking and doing in your life. Hallelujah. And it said, and it bring up the flesh. All of a sudden, the bones got together. And the flesh came in and made the bones visible and pleasing to look at. When you get it together, it's not here yet, but you see it forming. You can see it happening, but you just can't put your hands on it yet. Old preacher told me, he says, I said, well, what do you call faith? He said, that's hope on tippy toes. You can almost see it. You just can't touch it. You can almost hold it, but it ain't there yet. But you keep on waiting on it because God said it in the prophecy in your lives today. And so the flesh comes up on the bones in our lives. And he said, it covered the skin with skin and put breath in you. And you shall live again. So the preacher went on ahead and he followed the instructions and prophesied. He says, he says that, that, that the, the reason this happened is now the flesh is there, but it wasn't alive yet. Does that make sense? The flesh was there, but it wasn't alive yet. Some of us got the flesh here, but it's not alive yet. Do you get where I'm headed? We got people sitting in the church, but they're not alive yet. We got situations that is working its way out, but it's not alive yet. He said, prophesy to the wind. Oh, God. When the Lord tell you to prophesy to the wind, look out. I mean, he said from all four directions, prophesy. And the wind came. This is what I like about this scripture. And it breathed on that dryness. See, you might have flesh on it. You might have the bones together. The sinew has pulled the bones together. But it ain't real till God breathes on it. Somebody need God to breathe on a situation. Hallelujah. He said, prophesy, I know it's happening right now. I'm breathing on it right now. Oh, God, right now, breathe on this situation. Oh, right now. I'm tired of letting this happen. Breathe on my situation right now. This is a dry place, but I need the Lord to breathe on it. Oh. See, you got to understand that valley was an army. We're in a valley right now. That God needs to breathe on this situation here. You look out these windows and look at these neighborhoods and look at these laws. Well, this is a valley full of dry bones. And we need to ask God to breathe on it right now. This is flesh out here that need to hear the word of God. Breathe on it right now. In the name of Jesus. Breathe on it right now, Lord. Hallelujah. 
I come here to tell you this morning and put this in your spirit. Don't get weary in good, good doings. You got to do good. Don't get tired of doing the right thing. Just ask God to breathe on it. Hallelujah. This is dry right now. We wonder why they're not showing up. Ask God to breathe on wherever they're at right now. Move it right now, Lord God. Oh, yes. When I think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul, somebody say my soul. My soul. My soul cries out hallelujah. Thank God for saving me. When I think about when he breathed on me one day and woke my flesh up, I wasn't cussing no more. Hallelujah. I wasn't lying no more. I wasn't cheating no more. But I began to praise him and call his name. I learned how to prophesy as he gave me. And I began to trust him. I found out something this morning about 3.30 this morning. Jesus never said obey me. He just said, trust me. Yeah. I begin to trust him. I begin to walk with him. I begin to prophesy to the dry places. Hallelujah. And God breathed on it. Somebody need the Lord to breathe on situations. Somebody need to call out and prophesy on situations. I don't know about you this morning, but I got a few things I need God to take care of. Hallelujah. 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 This old preacher had been practicing on doing what God told him to do. And this is what we need to do. Yes. We need to practice on obedience this morning. If God tell you to do something, you need to get up and do it. Don't go call your friends. That's right. Then look for permission. Most of them don't, don't know nothing but sports <laughs> and foolishness. God told me yes. to come here. Mm-hmm. God told me to come here. God told me to come here. So since God told me to come here, I didn't care about anybody else showing up. I told my wife, God told me to come here. You don't want to go? This is where I'm going. You got to be obedient. I didn't come over here to make a name for myself. I come over here to serve God. I didn't come over here to make no money for myself. I come over here to serve God. Because God breathed on me. Hallelujah. A lot of folks asking, what does God want me to do? Listen to him. Listen to him. One preacher said, how do you know when God is talking to him? Another preacher told him, get saved. Does, does that make sense? He said, my sheep shall know my voice. This is, this is, the, this is the crux of the whole deal. We're not prophesying enough to the issues in our lives. We, I've had so many, I'm so sick of God talking to these people as they claim they are. 
Pastor, everybody come. God told me I'd be wanting to whistle and say, time out. Time out. You on medication. You in my office. What could God have told you between you walking through that door saying you need medication? I ain't hear no praise. No praise. It, I have heard you say a few curse words. What could God have told you to tell me? You know, I shuts that down. I shuts that down. This is, God, God, God talks to folks, and I believe that. But sometimes that message is to them. Like the Lord tells me to fast. I ain't told me to tell Sister Hannah to fast. He said, you fast. The Lord told me to pray. He didn't tell me to call a prayer meeting and Y'all get on your knees. He said, you pray. The song said, it's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord. Standing in the need of prayer. We need to get that, it's me, Lord, that needs some help right now. Some of us have gotten comfortable in complaining about a dry place. I get, you know, I'm a can-do guy. I don't look like it, but I'm a can-do guy. And pastor, I do what I say I'm going to do as long as God gives me the ability. I do that because I believe in possibilities. On my wall, I said I'm going to live my life to the edge of my possibilities because God fixed me like that. Fix me like that. Me and this pastor, we sat up and said, talked about what we visioned. And he said, I said, well, let's do it. And then God opened this door up. Didn't he do it? God opened this door up. We can speak into the existence. Woo. We can speak it into existence. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid of the roar of the lion. God can take his teeth out. Ask Daniel. He, can, he ain't doing nothing but roaring. Well, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. Yea, though I walk through the valleys of the shadows of death, I shall fear no evil. Question is why? Lord is with me and they may nothing but shadows. Shadow ain't never kill nobody. We run around here afraid of shadows. Oh, we can't do that. We black. They ain't going to let you do that. I, 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 people tell me what I can't do so much. They tell me, you can't do that. You can't do that. That's it. Okay. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Folks don't know that about me. I know who sent me today. This morning, this morning, this morning. We got dry places. You got dry places. You just back up and look at it. You got to back up and look at it. You, you, you can't beat me. Y'all been big all my life. You know, and there's certain things I know I can do, certain things I know I can't do. But the things I know I can do, I can sit back and look at it and wait on it. Huh? 
Excuse me, but, I, but I, what I can't do, I know how to ask God to do what, what needs to be done. Amen? Amen? Yes. He can take the mind out of the enemy yes. to where they can't even remember the lie they told. <laughs> God's able to do that. Yes, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of us might be looking at eviction notices. Let me tell you something. God can say, not so. He's able to do the impossible. That's when, that's when we start be seeing his strength is when we find our limits stepping back and letting God breathe on it. Woo! Don't you need him to breathe on you this morning? In the name of Jesus. When you let him breathe on you, things happen. When you let him breathe on him, you trust. Now let me ask you this. We can trust God, but God can, can God trust us? That was the first question queried to me, is that you can trust God, but can God trust us? So all my life in salvation has been me trying to prove I'm trustworthy to God. This morning, we got to remember that God has never reneged on any of his promises. The song said he, he sent his son to earth. All right now. Put his son on the cross. Hung him high and spread him wide. Died a death and buried in a grave for three days. Rose in th on the third day before 500 he appeared. I got to tell you, I wasn't there when he rose in front of the 500. Oh, but I was there when he rose in me. Oh, come on and tell God, thank you right now. You got to remember where, where you're living at. I'm living in Jesus this morning. I'm living a free life. I'm living this life that I might live again. Hallelujah. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. These dry places don't mean nothing to me. 64 years of going through dry places, y'all. And I'm victorious. Hallelujah. I, I, oh, oh, Reverend Ike used to say, you can't, you can't lose with the stuff I use. Uh, I use the word of God. Me and my wife get into these heavy discussions. We don't call them arguments. Heavy discussions. And then she pulls the sucker punch. You know what the sucker punch is? You look off and they clock you like that. She pulls the sucker punch. She comes up and says, Satan, the Lord rebuke you in the name of Jesus. And if, it, if I'm wrong, my flesh get angry. But if I'm right, I get right with us. Yes, Lord, save her. <laughs> we got to remember that Jesus did not die for nothing. He died for you and I. We would be remiss not to bring you to the cross every Sunday. Just get ready to hear the same thing every Sunday. Jesus died for us. Come down through 72 or 42 generations just to die for us. He suffered just for us was on the mountain in a dry place with the devil tempting him just for us. 
And what did he do? He used the word of God. This is all we got for battle acts. I go to war with, with my word in my hand. And thank God for the electronics. I might not look like I got a Bible, but I sure can pull it up seven different ways. In electronics, and then thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. And then the word said, it was good that I was afflicted, that I might learn your statutes. When you've been afflicted and you got time to sit down and learn your statutes, which means teaching us how to live with civility between men and women, you learn how to survive here. We need to hold on to Jesus. Because you're going to go through dry places. And I'm going to tell you, once you get out of this one, everybody going through one, don't raise your hands. I know you're going through something. Once you get out of this, you might as well pull up and gird up and put on the whole armor because something tough will get ready to come. You know, but if you flunk this one, life is like a spelling test. You get the same trials until you get it right. You get the same words till you get it right. This morning, we need to entreat every man and woman and boy and girl that we see outside of this place. This ain't nothing but a place to fellowship in. The church is you. The church is you. You should witness to everybody one day, every day. Somebody one day, every day. Invite them one day, every day. We got to keep that. Let's start greeting these folks that sitting in these empty pews right now. I'm speaking them into existence. Hallelujah. Once they get in here, let's teach them how to come every time. Let's teach them what depend- God looks for, dependability. You know, I, be, I, I, I try to get here, praise God. I try to get here to where God could use us this morning. I try to get here so where we can be open up ourselves so God can use us this morning. Somebody need to hear the word of God this morning. Somebody need deliverance this morning. Somebody need a spiritual breakthrough this morning. Like I said, somebody going through a dry place this morning. We need to be able to do this in the church and out the church. I told somebody, I said, you know what? We ain't got a whole lot of members, but we sure got a praise team. Hallelujah. You want to hear a praise team? Come to new creation. I right, that's something. God is saying to us tomorrow, this morning as church, as people that know church, as people that don't know church, without Christ, you can't make it. We're in the right community, y'all. I was looking at the census of this community. 98144 zip code. What is it? How many? 98118. Has how many languages? 172 different languages that spoke. It's the most diverse community in the nation. I'm not saying that you got to speak all those languages. Because the Bible says the day of Pentecost, it was a whole lot of people from everywhere that understood the preaching of Peter. This is what we're here for. We're not here for form or fashion. 
this is not traditional church. Traditional church want to rip folks off. I'm sorry. I was raised in the traditional church. We here because we tired of not hearing the true word of God. We here because we want to grow. We don't want to come in here and be flesh with no spirit. We need to learn how to live holy and learn how to enjoy it. One thing I remember growing up in church, nobody smiled. Everybody sit up. And I was wondering, so, you know, if this is so cool and this is so good, why everybody look mad? Why, why everybody look mad? We need to enjoy salvation. Do you understand what I'm saying? We need to enjoy fellowship. See, see, I laugh a lot. I laugh a lot. I'm always messing with him because I laugh a lot. If you don't like laughing, don't get with me because I will laugh. We was at the wedding yesterday and I performed the ceremony. It was really nice, really nice. These people spent all that money. And I said, man, they got money to do all this. I didn't get no offer for doing the ceremony. They said, well, you're the father. <laughs> I said, well, I gave the kid. Why? <laughs> but it was so beautiful. But had they had put that much effort in getting the word of God to the people that was there. I mean, they had a good time, saved folks and unsaved folks. Let me say, professing folks and non-professing folks. They had a good time. Because you can have a good time and live safe. Church is not just what you cannot do. It is liberty in Christ Jesus. Does that make sense? Once you accept Jesus in your life, you don't have to worry about nothing. Because he says he cares for you. He said, put your burdens on me, I, I'll worry for you. Somebody got something they need to get to Jesus this morning. I don't care if you're saved or not saved. Something you need to lay on the altar and let God handle it. Sick or well, you need to lay it down and let God handle it. He's willing to breathe on your situation today. He's willing to take you to a, a higher level, a higher height. Living a complete life. If you give him your sadness, he'll give you his joy. If you give him his brokenness, he will put sinew, newness, and fiber and pulling the broken pieces together. Hallelujah. Some of us just held on a piece to get here today. Some of us just thought about just let me get here today. I come to get my breakthrough today. I come to get my blessing. I come to get my deliverance today in the name of Jesus. You might be sitting in this room and have never said, Lord, deliver me. Somebody need deliverance this morning. When I, made, I teach my drug and alcohol class and I tell them, I say, listen, I don't believe in recovery. I think recovery is a part of it, but I don't believe in recovery. I don't believe preacher. I was sitting in the pulpit with old preachers said, well, I, I got to go get, have a meeting, an AA meeting. He'd been in AA for 20-something years. 
So I asked him, I said, you ever had a cold? He said, yeah. I said, did you recover from it? He said, yeah. I said, ain't alcoholism a disease? He says, that's what they say. I said, well, once you recover from it, do you still go and try to service the disease? He said, I just, I just, I just need to go. I said, well, you need to ask God to deliver you. We need to be asking for deliverance from our situations. There's no reason coming here today and going home the same way. You don't have to leave here like you came. Broke, sick, hurt, or lame, God is still the same. He will deliver you this morning. Stand with me, please. Stand with me, please, everybody. This is our day. This is your turn. This is your time. We need to be asking God to reveal to us right now. What is it that is blocking my deliverance and my breakthrough? Lord, we need you to breathe on it this morning. Move me in a direction. Hallelujah. Move me in the direction you want me to go. Lay your hands on me, Jesus. I don't mind this morning. Lay your hands on me, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I'm standing here surrendering to you. I'm empty. I'm broken. I'm hurt. And I'm all alone. But Lord, you said. If I surrender. You will fix the situation. Lord, I got a financial situation this morning. I need you to breathe on it. I need you to let me wake up in the morning and all this will be taken care of. Not only do I need it, I believe it because you're God. And you said, whatever I ask for in your name, it shall be done. In the name of Jesus. I, I got sick relative. I got a sick relative this morning. Go yonder in touch. I have children in jail and, and, and going to the penitentiary in court situation. Lord, go and fix and ease the pain. In the name of Jesus, this is the day that I brought this to you. I don't want to leave here like I came. I'm saying all this in your name, Jesus. In the name of when we grew up I would like to have corporate prayer I would wish to I could ask you all to come down and listen to we appreciate you listening to today's message if you would like to hear this message and others in its entirety visit our website newcreationwa.org we have services on Saturday nights and we would love for you to come out and join us at the Emerald City Bible Fellowship Building located at 7728 Rainer Avenue South, Seattle, Washington, 98118. For questions or comments, call us at 425-686-8197. You can be made new in Christ. God bless.